Welcome to Central Coast Chat, the podcast all about what's happening in the Monterey County area. I'm your host, Angelica Cabral, a reporter and podcaster with the Salinas Californian, part of the USA Today slash Gannett Network. Amor Salinas, a new initiative to clean up trash and beautify Salinas, launched this week, so we spoke with two members of the team about the program. Check the notes for this episode to see how you can get involved. Well, hello. Thanks for being on the podcast today. Can I have you each introduce yourselves? Uh, yeah, thank you for, for having us. Um, my name is Sophia Rome. I'm a management analyst in the Community Development Department. And my name is Jose Arriola. I'm the Community Safety Administrator and Director of the Community Alliance for Safety and Peace here at the City of Salinas. All right, well, tell me a bit about Amor Salinas. Um, how did it get started and what can we look forward to? So Amor Salinas really was an initiative that came about because of need expressed from the community. What we saw during the pandemic was a huge growth in, in litter and debris across the city. Um, we weren't doing as many public cleanups as we used to. Uh, we weren't doing a lot of volunteer activities because of the, of the shutdown um, and the stay-at-home orders. And so with the proliferation of masks and takeout food there's just a, and, and people just being home more often, trash just accumulated, not to mention the uh, the growth of our homeless population. And so really, I think our elected officials heard from the community, as we as staff have, that, that there was just a demand to beautify the city. It had gotten so dirty. Uh, there was trash everywhere. You see, you know, now ubiquitously you see masks just about everywhere on the streets. Um, and we wanted a, a renewed effort to clean up. Um, and Amor Salinas really represents a campaign that unites us all uh, to love our city um, and to do so by helping keep it clean. Um, Wouldn't you agree, Sophie? Is there anything you'd like to add? Yeah, no, I think that you you said it very well. (laughs) Um, I mean, it really is, um, this is a a movement, right? It's not just an initiative. It's not just a project that we're focusing on now. This is a movement. We really want to change Um, the way we as a community think about litter and debris and really um, take ownership and pride in our community and the way that our community looks. And that begins with educating our youth. Um, You know, just as many years ago, we had the recycling campaigns that were, um, you know, very, very prominent and everybody was speaking about and we were trying to educate everybody about the importance of recycling. Well, we need to do the same thing Um, when it comes to litter and debris, and just really promoting the spirit of volunteerism. You know, um, we do have regular volunteers, and Jose can probably speak a little more to this, people that volunteer regularly with the city, and of course our youth that engaged for um, high school credit. But, you know, how do we really get every business and every organization to give back to the community? And how do we get neighborhoods who aren't necessarily organized, but just the couple of neighbors on a block that may want to, you know, plant some um, flowers or start a community garden or, you know, really just come out and, and, and help when they see uh, a neighborhood cleanup going on, just walking up and, and saying, hey, how can I volunteer and get involved? This is separate from the cleanups that the city does, right? Uh, what cleanups are you referring to exactly? With the encampments, um, like in Chinatown and things like that, those are like big, you know, efforts organized by the city. This is something separate, correct? Yeah, this is this is a bit different. 
Um, those happen uh, sort of separately and are out of really a public health need. Um, and so those are required to happen. So yeah, they, I would say they are a bit separate, although it's a lot of the same players when we're talking about uh, large scale cleanups or any cleanups that do involve um, hazardous waste, which is often what you might find in, in an encampment. Mm. I, I did want to add, uh, Angelica, just around the volunteer opportunities. The beautiful thing about, I think, the community here in Salinas was people weren't just complaining. They wanted to get involved. They wanted to help do something about it. And we really saw that as a, um, as a request to provide those opportunities. And through our volunteer, uh, through our neighborhood services uh, position here in our neighborhood services program, uh, we're really doing a lot to offer volunteer opportunities to our youth and our residents uh, ongoing. So there's at least one uh, a month that where you can go help clean up a park or do a major cleanup somewhere. We also work directly with residents and neighborhood groups to help them do their own cleanups and provide them materials if needed, uh, help them out organizing a group to come together on a weekend or a weekday. Um, and then we're also developing an adopt-a-park program to get, as, as Sophie was alluding to, to get businesses engaged in adopting areas in the city like parks uh, that we can help with the deferred, the long-time deferred maintenance. Because uh, I don't know if you know, but we have a very small maintenance staff overall and park maintenance and building maintenance. And so we have a, a challenging time maintaining these things and the, the support of the community is greatly appreciated. And a lot of cities uh, remedy that by providing those volunteer opportunities. And that's what we're doing. I mean, we have these great opportunities coming up. There's a cleanup happening at Cluster Park on Thursday, September 16th from three to five. Um, and then we have uh, Make a Difference Day happening in um, the last Saturday in October. We hope people will come out to the third Saturday in October. Um, and we have already 300 plus volunteers signed up for that. who will be doing cleanups around the city that day. And so we, we also are working with partners to help guide volunteers to their cleanups because there's a lot of great agencies doing uh, some sort of cleanup around Make a Difference Day. What challenges, if any, did you face in getting this program off the ground? I would say that, you know, really we've had a lot of support with this. Um, you know, the, the, the mayor had appointed um, Three council members, Council Member Gonzalez, Osonio, and McShane, uh, to form the Litter and Debris Subcommittee. Um, and, you know, through the, the city manager, you know, bringing together key department staff um, from multiple departments um, to really look at the issue and the issues, um, you know, holistically and, and being able to get every, you know, everybody involved. Um, you know, there, there there was a lot of support on the city side. There was a lot of support from the community. Man, the minute that the the shirts and the logo um, started getting out in, in you know pictures shared on social media, we've had a super um, high demand for for shirts and people wanting to know how how do they get shirts, how do they get involved, what is a more Salinas. Um, our kickoff event that we had yesterday, it was wonderful. It, it was like a little a sea of a more Salinas shirts. So, um, and it wasn't just city staff, it was our community partners as well. So everybody is very excited um, about it. And, you know, the, the one thing that we do want to make sure that we do is structure, you know, and, and lay sort of the framework for more silliness in a way that, um, you know, it will be successful today and it will be successful in the future. And it goes beyond just educating people on, you know, we have to keep our, our neighborhoods clean. It's 
about unity and unifying um, the, the community, the city, the business, unifying everybody um, to really make this lasting and impactful change. And that includes equity, considering equity. So, you know, as Jose mentioned, we do have um, some business organizations or different community groups that are already plugged in and involved in cleanup initiatives. So what can the city do in terms of evaluating where there's already support by the community, certain areas or certain neighborhoods or commercial corridors that may already have that cleanup support, whereas other underserved neighborhoods or corridors don't have necessarily established um, organizations that are leading initiatives in those areas and perhaps that's where the city can then supplement just to make sure that the um, the cleanups and the beautification efforts are happening equitably across the city that that i think is, is very very important right definitely and I was wondering, are there any plans to, you've mentioned partnering with other businesses. Um, are there plans to partner with other cities um, or take this, you know, to the county or are we just kind of, you know, starting with Salinas and seeing what happens from there? I mean, I think there, there's absolutely an opportunity to, to make this grow. I think, you know, um, it, it was... There, there is a need here in the, in the Salinas community. We do want to partner with County of Monterey. Their offices are, are here in Salinas, and so they are also stakeholders in, in this movement. Um, and, you know, again, whether you live here, whether you work here, whether you just drive through every day on your way to work, um, you know, this is, we, we want everybody to, to take pride and ownership in, in Salinas. Um, you know, we have a lot of, um, you know, freeway entrances and off ramps and um, some really, um, we have the Rodeo coming, you know, where we're going to have a lot of people from out of the area. So how wonderful would it be if, you know, we really make sure that, that our city is, is clean and beautiful and has beautiful cultural, culturally relevant public art, you know, um, placed throughout the city. So even our visitors um, that are just here for a few days can enjoy um, the beauty of, of where we call home. Jose, did you have anything you'd like to add to either of the last two questions I asked about challenges or further partnerships? I would say certainly challenges uh, will be, the biggest one is streamlining uh, opportunities for community to get involved. We don't want to bottleneck or keep people from being able to do uh, cleanups and engage in their community. Um, and so we've worked a lot to streamline those processes and make it uh, as easy for the public to engage us um, and get support from the city rather than just be the the sort of bureaucratic block to say, oh, well, you got to do X, Y, Z before you do that. And so that, that's been a, a challenge, and I think we're rising to it, um, but it's certainly one of the immediate ones because there's a lot of great people who want to do that work. Um, and we don't have any immediate plans necessarily to partner outside of the city at this time, but, you know, as I think uh, Sophie alluded to, we, being the county see every major organization, nonprofit, community-based or otherwise, uh, comes out of Salinas generally. And I think we're setting a great example for how to organize and rally uh, and unite around beautification. And I think we'll probably see other cities um, do, the, do similar things like Amor Salinas in the county because they're gonna start to see it work and be effective. And you know, we, we gathered a lot of these principles and ideas from other cities that are doing uh, initiatives like this or movements like this in their own cities and sort of adopted and made it our own. So I certainly think we'll lead by example here and we're always very open to partnership.
Thanks for listening to this week's episode. New episodes of our podcast are on our website, and you can also listen to us on iTunes. Just search Central Coast Chat. For more of our coverage, check out our website, www.thecalifornian.com, and follow us on Twitter, at Sal News.